0: What's up, everyone? This is Philly Pat, back on another episode of the Philly Pat Project. Um, I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, uh, as always, as always, I thank my fans and, and those who are joining uh, the podcast. Um, you know, I can't do it without you guys, and I'm glad to see we're growing. Uh, we got more distribution, more, more places for... ...for you guys to listen, so like I'm excited that we have grown. Um, And as always, I thank my future listeners, because you guys are what make the podcast what it is. Um, So I really, really thank you guys. Um, But we're doing another improv episode. Um, I had a lot of fun with my buddy Josh on the last one, um, and I'm joined tonight by Brooke aka the future mrs philly pat
1: hello
0: and uh you know uh shout out to her for all the management she's doing in the background and all the stuff she does to kind of get this podcast uh growing and going and everything else um i appreciate you um but you know this is improv this is uh this is a lot of fun and uh you know kind of kickstart this um you know we love horror on the Philly Pat Project. We know this. Um, you know, uh, the state of horror right now is is ridiculous. We were talking about that on the last episode, and, and and it's a whole new golden age of horror right now. Um, it's super 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 cool. You think so? Yeah, I do. Or
1: is that because we saw The Evil Dead last night?
0: It uh, for this moment, absolutely, because that was um. A fantastic movie. That was absolutely everything I wanted out of an Evil Dead movie, and and I thought it was uh, the cinematography was absolutely fucking superb. So yeah, that that could be it. Could be Scream 6's success, and and how the franchise is still so fresh and awesome. Um, it could be Ari Aster's, uh, you know, um, Hereditary, Midsummer, and and. And His Bow Is Afraid, which I'll be seeing soon. Um, you know, is that a
1: horror movie, though?
0: It's, like, it's supposed to be like horror. Like horror, more psychological, dark comedy. Okay. It's probably more dark comedy. I hear it's his like most laugh-out-loud funny kind of movie. Um, but that's so cool, man. Like You know what I mean? That we're getting all these different takes on horror. That we're getting this dark humor. We're getting these raw... I mean, Evil Dead was gory as fuck. You know. You know, and and, and just kinda where that trajectory is going. Um, is is like it's a whole new golden age that we'll be talking about probably in like twenty years. It's like an era of great, you know, horror, post post Covid horror.
1: But maybe it was COVID that uh inspired it. Who knows? I don't know.
0: You know, that's funny. I was reading an article after the movie about the evil dead last night and the director said that he wrote it while he was in Lockdown in his apartment in COVID. So, like, the cheese grater and and, and the different scenes that he did, you know, um, is kind of like he was sitting there in an apartment. Like, all right, I want a kitchen scene. And and what's something that hasn't been used to, like, fuck someone up?
1: Yeah, that was really disgusting.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you know, it, it, it's really cool that, like, you know, we, we have these... These really well thought out movies and and just how insane it's getting, you know. Um, but you know, uh, Josh asked me this question uh, on the last episode, and I was talking about like kind of how horror started for me. And you know this—it's it's seven, it's it's the grandpa, it's it's his it's his introduction uh, for his introduction of movies to me was. You know kind of what started horror for me so like what's your backstory how'd horror become your favorite genre uh
1: well the first horror movie i saw was child's play 2
0: the second and, one
1: yeah you didn't well, even get you didn't even well, get the, the th- first one i think came out before i was even born
0: right but well but you didn't see the first you saw the second one before seeing the well, first I one w-
1: well i saw child's play 2 when i was six
0: <laughs> that's awesome
1: yeah, it was no, it's not being a female, and I was like playing with dolls a lot, so it was horrifying. Um, <laughs> that's that's kind of because cool. that. So, you know, my parents weren't very strict, and same. Um, we I asked my mom and dad if I, because they were still together at the time, if they if I could go watch it at my friend's house. And they like kind of looked at each other and were like, I guess. And uh, yeah, we watched it, and I was like six years old. And I remember after that, like shortly after that, watching um, Dolly Dearest. So there was a nice. lo- there was a lot of doll movies in my upbringing.
0: That's pretty cool, cause. You know, you were a you were a mid mid late eighties child, and I was an early nineties child. So well, not
1: child baby. I mean, no, I was no, born but I 86.
0: right, no, but I mean, like you, you came up on some of the early ninety movies, and being as I was a nineties baby, I kind of came into the late nineties, early two thousands horror. You know, yeah. like like you had, scream. You know, you were, like, 8 or 9 when that came out. And then, you know, like, how the 90s revamped with that. And you had Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street in the catalog for you to be able to watch. And although I've watched them as well, they're great movies. But, like, I kind of came in when, like, I think the third Scream had came out. And, you know, I had seen Seven and Psycho and Halloween. Those were, like, some of the first horror movies that... My grandpa showed me, um, and then it was like Final Destination, all Hostel, like the whole torture, brutal stuff, and that's kind of how it, traject the traject trajectory, excuse me, of like, how horror like kept going and kept building for me.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know really how I got into horror. I just always enjoyed it. Yeah. mean, I just, I and I know when I was a kid. Tales from the Crypt was on TV a lot. And I would have, like, nightmares of that dude. Um, Was it the Crypt Keeper? Crypt Keeper, yeah. Yeah, I would have, like, nightmares about him. So I remember that in my childhood. Um, And, you know, I was just, I don't know, I was always attracted to
0: art yeah i don't know i think like it's part like comfort because like i have great memories with my grandfather like that kind of the same i was talking a little bit about with punk like he loved the misfits i love the misfits i brought him into alkaline trio he brought me into like the ramones and clash and all the stuff that kind of made punk you know and and the early stuff that you know influenced it and I think it's part comfort, but also the same thing. Like, I just enjoy it, you know? And I I love shock endings. I love, I love the different catalog of horror, you know? Like, I love things like The Evil Dead. I love Scream. I love Halloween. But I also like Jaws. I also like Alien. I also like just the different genre. And then, of course, I guess the new horror, which is more... Um, <laughs> what was the joke elevated like elevated horror more like like psychological with like hereditary and and midsummer Duke, you know so it's kind of cool to see like the different you know stuff that's being put out there
1: yeah. even now
0: like just this wave of of great horror you know um whether it's a new on entry to to a franchise or something original like X Infinity pool and some of the ones that came out in the last year. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't really associate horror with anybody in my family, I don't think. I'm no. not my I mean my mom liked more actiony stuff. Like I remember we saw yeah. Jurassic Park in the movie theater. That's a
0: great movie. And
1: shit like that. And uh my dad not really a horror guy. Yeah. My brother not really He's not. He's more fantasy. Yeah. So it's, for me, and the same with punk. Like I got, yeah. I I heard, uh Blink One Eight Two on the radio, and I downloaded them on yeah. Napster, and I went into. <laughs> Yo, Napster, the
0: download days. That's great.
1: I went into the Napster chat, and they like people would suggest <sighs> different like punk and pop punk bands, and that's all I got into. Do you
0: think about that though? Like that that for a moment, we we have like the Deezer, and Apple, and, like, all these different ways you can listen to music, and podcasts, and all the stuff now, but, like, back in the day, it was, like, LimeWire, and Napster, and, like, you had to sit there for three whole days, remember, I downloaded Final Destination 3 on LimeWire, Uh, you know, I was, like, 15 or 16 when it came out, so, like, I downloaded it took like three days for it, and I was just waiting.
1: Yeah, and then if somebody used the phone, like oh, you have yeah. to start all dial up, yeah, and yeah.
0: everything's So like, you got Wi-Fi and all this stuff. But you know what I mean? That's kind of cool. That like we we the struggle was real to get the things we wanted in life. Yeah, I would get so pissed
1: if somebody picked up the phone. When I was on the internet.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, just like instant messenger. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was fun times, but it was rough times. Rough well, times.
1: It's funny now, but...
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, um, so, I I don't know... I don't know if me and you have had this talk. I've had this talk with a couple people on the podcast because it's just such a relevant question. But, like, if there was five horror movies that, like, are in your catalog and back pocket of of you throw these at people who might want to be either brought into the realm of horror or are just looking for your, you know, what your top five might be. Like, what's your catalog? What do you pull out your your back pocket?
1: My top five horror movies?
0: That you might, yeah, they, even if they're not your favorite horror movies, just five really good horror movies that you would say, like, you have to see.
1: I mean, I guess it would depend on the person, because I wouldn't want to, like, suggest hereditary to somebody that, like... yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it would just horrify them. You know what I mean. That is I mean, true. I that's the point? Yeah. But
0: but, it, but no, overall, like, what do you think?
1: Um, it's hard to say. I mean, honestly, it's it's a really difficult question huh. because it's a it it really depends on the person and who what I think that they would want to see. But I guess you know. um... If I want to do, like, a slasher, I would guess Scream is always a good one. Just the original. Mm-hmm. If they've never watched it before. Um, if they wanted, like, 80s, I'd probably say the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween, the original. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, If they wanted something a little goofier... Um, maybe Child's Play or Child's Play 2. Um, if they wanted something more psychological, um, maybe Maniac. The one with Elijah Wood. You know, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, or, um, like I said, Hereditary.
0: Yeah.
1: I would, yeah. Maybe those two or, um, yeah. I don't know. Even maybe like American psycho. Yeah. That's if you a good want to one. do like a psychological. Uh-huh. Um yeah. yeah, like but there I mean, there's so many different types of oh, horror yeah. and yeah. like I don't really there's like a particular type of horror that I don't really care for. Sure. And it's not really like saying that I'm too good for it or whatever. It's just something I don't really give a shit about. It doesn't yeah. interest me and that's like the insidiouses and the the Conjuring, yeah. Annabelle, like all
0: that. I wasn't I, a big fan. It's not my thing. I'm not a big fan of the Conjuring universe. I didn't mind the first one. Um, that was that was you know like it was cool for what it was, and I feel the same way about Insidious as far as three chapters, three and four. Like I was, I, I did like the first two. So the new one coming out, I'm probably gonna go check out because it continues that particular story, which I was. You know, for me, I was like, I liked it, but uh, I get that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a big, uh, now, like, outside the original, maybe the first two, I'm not a big, like, Final Destination fan, you know, uh, um, um, anymore. Yeah, I mean, you I like I mean? the first one, obviously. I mean, maybe even the first three, but after that, it, it was... the one
1: with the roller coaster? The that beginning? was the third one. Okay. I that didn't was mind. Okay.
0: Yeah, that was that was okay, but, like, I get it. There's certain things... You know, I even, Hereditary, the first time I watched it, was not a fan.
1: But that's like that's what I mean, like, it's just different horror. Yeah,
0: like, but there's... I'm a huge fan of it now, but I mean, just the first, my first reaction. But I also, like, was a huge fan of Kill List. Um, so when I saw that ending and how that put in, was put into play, it's kind of why I went back to Hereditary when we first started dating. I was like, oh, let, me, let me give it a second. Second or third viewing, and really let it sink in. And now it's probably one, you know, with Midsummer or Baba Duke, like on that psychological, you know, uh, more emotionally impactful movie that I would throw. You know, which I did, speaking of, feel that way watching The Evil Dead. I didn't ask you that last night, but I kind of felt like some hereditary between the family. Just that family dynamic.
1: Very. I don't know. It was it was all about a family, obviously. Yeah, so sure. like it was, it was very um. I don't I like know what that. the word that I'm looking for is, but you know, personal. I yeah. guess. and that's
0: that's kind of why I can see like when they were talking about the reviews and stuff, how like there's some like hereditary feel to it. It's still very Evil Dead, and it also has like tension, like like the first Jaws almost. You know what I mean? Just like. Little little dreadful moments of tension building up to what was happening. So like I can I can kind of I can kind of get behind that. You know what I mean. Just, I
1: liked that they didn't get too into like backstory. Yeah, maybe, that was like part, family backstory. Yeah, like, like you, they just if you they got brushed it. over it. Yep. You understood mm-hmm. everyone's role. Yep.
0: Um, it's actually almost a word for word uh, review of a podcast I was listening to before the movie. Um, that that I really or a podcast that I really enjoyed, and they were talking about that. They're like, there was enough character development. You didn't have to get like a long overdrawn backstory. It was like, here's these sisters. There's some tension, but they love each other. The, the, there's estrangement between the nieces and nephews and all that, but you know they're a family unit, and you know this is going to be painful for them. This experience they're about to go through, and that was. Behind it all the way.
1: And there was a lot of... Maybe not a lot. Maybe that wasn't the right word. But there was a, a good amount of comedy in it, too. Which I, really, I enjoyed. I
0: really liked the sarcasm. I mean, it was
1: it was really fucked up. Yeah. Um, and it was really scary. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of, like, jump scares and shit. But yeah. it was also... I think it like was, a, like,
0: probably the first time in a while that there was, like, maybe... I wouldn't say I jump like you. But there was two moments where I was like, oh, shit. Like, it caught me off guard a little bit. And... I kind of really enjoyed it, but it was also a fun experience because I remember just looking over at you, you know what I mean, and, and you know, Miranda and Josh and just kind of, like, watching the whole reaction of the theater and everyone's all, like, having their reactions and moments, and it was a good experience. I, I, I do think that having that crowd last night was, like, made it a little bit more. Um, but that's horror, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's why I love horror because I love the emotional impact that an audience can have you know watching it yeah yeah
1: i mean it's i don't know it was it was a very good movie though i'm Mm -hmm. I'm, i wasn't pleased by it i wasn't disappointed or
0: anything um wait you weren't pleased by it but you weren't disappointed by
1: it i said i was pleased oh was pleased and i I wasn't disappointed yeah Um,
0: um so you know uh want to save a little bit of that for for our special episode on the state of horror but but um you know uh this is an exciting year i will say this is an exciting year there's a lot of cool stuff happening you know um between what i'm doing in work with school with the podcast you know um and then you know some of the horror events we're getting ready to go to and some of the concerts that are available this is for punk and horror, this is like a good year for us.
1: It's crazy the amount of bands that are playing that, mm-hmm. like I saw play like twenty years ago. Yeah,
0: it's still going strong. It's and it's
1: fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you, like yeah. there's some bands that like always like have unions or always mm-hmm. are still playing, but like some of these bands, like I haven't seen since like middle school or high school, and it's yeah. it's wild.
0: It's crazy that the Bouncing Souls and Anti-Flag will be in Asheville at the end of the year and, like, how many times I've been able to see them, you know? <laughs> like, well, the Bouncing Souls would be my second second or third time live, but it would be, uh, I don't know, like, the 1,200th time Anti-Flag is coming to, you know... Um, but it's cool, man. You know what I mean. That they're still getting together. They're still playing strong. You know, some of it's okay. Some of it's, you know, I prefer the 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 old the older catalog of stuff. But you know, the shows are always fun. They're always awesome, man. And you're not pregnant now, so you'll be yeah. able to enjoy it a little bit more. You know, because um, last year we had a pretty, pretty good catalog of concerts and stuff we got to go to. But you had to be cautious. You know, little little baby Kaitlyn.
1: Yeah. yeah, I
0: couldn't really. Who's joined us, by the way. He's sleeping, but he is in spirit with us right now. Uh, yeah. As we look at him, he is the coolest little dude. Um, But this is, this is an exciting year, you know. And I think what I'm really excited about, I thought I'd pick your brain a little bit about, is like, you have the background in psychology, and you're kind of stepping away from that, and you're considering you know you're you're working out the details but you're considering like a creative field maybe in some like journalism and photo stuff and different things and you know it seems like the podcast and the different stuff that we've been doing is kind of bringing out this creativity and this this push to want to like do something for you within that and that's I think is super cool I think that's a, a huge success for for uh for you for us and and just uh what I you know what I was saying you know what I talked to Ryan about and, and different stuff that like you know just spreading the creativity and finding avenues to get that creative content out is is happening with with, with you now, and that's really cool yeah. so
1: i uh I don't know there's always you know kind of for me anyway, I was kind of like brought up like this is the practical way to go about. You know, being an an adult, mm-hmm. um, obviously with my history that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, or whatever, I wasn't really given the tools maybe necessary to achieve certain things. Um, but now you are. But, you know, so I I, you know, never really believed in myself too much in in those ways, but you know now that I'm older um you know it's it's cool to be able to do things that i actually enjoy and kind of believe in myself that i can accomplish these things because you know like i said for the longest time i didn't do i didn't really take risks because i was so fearful Mm -hmm. of failure and rejection um that I just didn't even try. So you know, it's really up to me to try and be able to. Because uh, I'm not gonna achieve anything if I don't try. I would just stay, you know, stagnant. So, yeah.
0: but I think though, like in the last years, just my perspective. You know what I mean? Like you've been really involved in this, you know, podcast, and you, you know, have 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 taken a lot of photos, and you're like you know, we're writing a, a screenplay, and we're working on different stuff within horror and, and and all that. So, you know, to see you like, happy and smiling, and like, you know, you're, you're like, feeling inspired, like, that's kind of the, the point, you know what I mean, is like, I always say, like, you, you gotta, you gotta, you know, give yourself that shot, because you get one. And I think it's a huge success for the direction this year is going. So, you know, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. There's a lot of cool stuff going on, and it's super exciting, I think.
1: Yeah, it's just scary, you know, with, like, having kids. Um, you just don't want to... I, I don't want to, you know, fail them, or, like, you know, just...
0: But are you really failing if you're trying, and you're doing well, and you're... And you're showing the kids, like, you can do these things. Because I've seen it with Nathan. He's much more creative than the last year. He's doing a lot more stuff between what I do with him and what you've stepped in to do for him. And, you know, just how you are with the baby. And, like, you know, wanting to, to, to do everything right for him. Like, it kind of comes out of you. You know what I mean? Like, that's my outside perspective is, like, you are starting to, like, get to this place in your life where you feel very confident and you feel very inspired and creative and you know um man I wish I I wish you know I wish I I, I'm looking forward to getting back into the screenplay I know we've been busy with a lot of different things but there's there's so many cool things that you've added and I've added and it's going to be a lot of fun but yeah I mean
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I just, I don't know, I get nervous, you know, Um, and I, there's some things that, you know, I'm not really sure of, of how to even go about it. Like, I'd like to go back to school, but then it's like, how do I work and afford and do all of these things, and then I just get down on myself and try to you know, justify not doing it. So it's it just, you know, organization and
0: just well, trying
1: to, it's the confidence piece that you said, like the confidence I, I lack. So well,
0: I could tell you that you're more confident than you give yourself credit. to. you're all, you've been a big part of this podcast and the viewers appreciate it. And I'm sure cause there's, there's a lot of good feedback on, on the episodes we've done, but also, you know, um, I'm pursuing my master's and, you know, I'm working and, and doing the podcast. So, you know, it's good to to, go to have the support. You know what I mean? I believe in you. Thank you. Know? you. So, uh, but <clears throat> one thing that I think is super awesome is just the entire transition that's happening this year between like the careers and just you know um all the things that we enjoy are happening around us you know with everything it's just it's gonna be a good year this is this is super exciting I like this year you know <laughs> you know what I mean sometimes you just gotta claim your year and be like, you know what this is the year you know what I mean and i I'm super excited. Um It's almost halfway through the year already. Yeah, and look, I we're pretty much, you know what I mean, a couple episodes away from wrapping up season one and we're already like green lit within ourselves to go ahead with season two. And, you know, um I'm super excited, you know, with the website development, with some of the t shirts that we can get going for the for the podcast, with the other podcast I'll be starting and and just uh you know the possible guests that we can bring on, and and all the things that we can be doing. This is, this is more than I would have thought was gonna come from this, you know. And it's just super cool, um, to have you a part of that, and and just be doing. Like mean, that's, that's super super cool, man. Um. So, I got another question. What's your top five bands right now?
1: right now
0: yeah whether you recommend them or like because I'm look, just it,
1: listening to yeah
0: I mean you know yeah probably because I know it's just like hard it's interchanging my answers that I'd probably get for horror right now are I've been different on every episode that I've been asked because there's just so much good stuff out there but so yeah. my
1: what I'm listening to yeah is...
0: what's going on in your catalog of music right now
1: I mean, honestly, it's it's a lot of the same shit, because I don't really <laughs> do much, um, so I don't really listen to music when I'm in the car. I've been, you know, listening to Cocoa Melon.
0: Cocoa Melon, yeah, listen, Coco Melon is like, yeah, I know, that's funny, I, I talked to Freddie earlier, and he was like... Uh, He's like, "What you doing?" And I said, "You know, uh, him with the baby." And I showed him the baby. And I showed him the TV. He's like, "Oh, Cocoa Melon. That's that jam right there. Like it's the parents' jam. Cocoa Melon, is the jam, to 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 getting your kid to rock and hang out. You know."
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. I uh, <laughs>
0: Cocoa Melon. That's like number one on the playlist. Cocoa list.
1: Melon for sure. Yeah. Um, probably the Talking Heads. Third, I try to throw them in there every you now and again.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, see, that's music is my connection with my parents.
0: Yeah. Like my yeah.
1: parents, my dad especially is very was very, is very into music. Yeah. I don't necessarily care for all of the music that he listened to, but. um it's all a lot of classic rock yeah um but like the talking heads is one for sure okay um so i like the talking heads i've been listening to a lot of um but i've also been listening to a lot of um, oddly enough uh chrome nice um
0: can't go wrong there i'm trying to think definitely can't go wrong there
1: yeah, I don't know. It's, like, always the same shit. I mean, I listen to a lot of Busta Rhymes. Yeah, man. My playlist is very all over the place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'd probably say right now, Daycare for for Jedi has been, has been bumping at work. Uh, stick to your guns catalog is always somewhere in there. Um, they're probably, like, my favorite hardcore slash, like, I don't know, metalcore band, you know, like whatever mix they're going with for whatever particular album. Um Coco Melon definitely is in there. Captain Underpants too, Captain Underpants is like, you know, that's definitely I mean, I love Captain Underpants myself personally. That's like the one connection to being a kid that I still keep in the back pocket. Um story so far, I've been listening to a lot of them. Um and probably, like, for hip-hop, like, either Jedi or Nas. Like, Jedi Mind Tricks, Nas, Black Thought is probably in my catalog, for sure. But
1: Is catalog your new word?
0: It's probably for the next, you know. Pro- yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. If you don't know, guys, there's a new word that's in my catalog every week that just kind of yeah, flows with the week. Last
1: week was sub-something or other.
0: S- uh, subvert. Sub-genres?
1: I don't fucking know. Ah, something, something like that.
0: Yeah, probably. I'm
1: trying to think. I mean, yeah, no effects is always in there. Like I said, I I don't really listen to, like, anything new anymore. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of my age or, like, I'm just uninspired by bands anymore. <laughs> I'm just, like, they all sound the same. And yeah. Then, like, after
0: a while. Then... You know what, though? I, I guess... Well, I know you, you, you are always listening to the voice. You're always trying to find the the good the voice. Boy. Well, like when it comes to punk. Oh, you like, meant
1: the TV. No, calls, like, no, I've never watched no, that. No,
0: no, we don't watch that garbage. Um, but no, like you're always listening to the lyrics, and like you're big on 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 the singing. And I'm always listening to the new catalog of punk or hardcore. You know, even even some metal, just because I'm listening to that bass, or I'm trying to you know get get with the breakdown of the guitar and kind of everything coming together you know but I also play bass so that kind of you know could be most definitely the reason that I'm always looking for something new you know I don't uh,
1: yeah I mean I like I said it's, and and plus all of these bands that I like grew up with are playing again so yeah. it's just like reminding me to go back to listen to them yeah I mean but
0: at this, I don't know. Like, them... you know, I could kind of agree with that because, like, with punk, like, it's probably not much too much new I'm listening to. You know, um, just maybe new albums, but the same bands generally. Sure, I I
1: need to listen to the new Bouncing Souls
0: album. It's really good, actually. Um, definitely a Bouncing Souls album. That's the Best way to put it is like the sound. You know, I think like the Bouncing Souls. Um casualties even with the 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 lead singer switch and uh probably like stick to your guns are like three bands that i can always count on to have a like their theme doesn't change and their sound is like just getting better and also just kind of like it's still them you know or Comeback Kid, too. Like, they're, they've they actually... I think Heavy Steps might be my second favorite album after Wake the Dead. Yeah. I was just, I, but that's probably just, like... Probably, like, instrumentally, Heavy Steps is better, but Wake, Wake the Dead is, like, what brought me into them. So, like, you know, it just kind of has that favorite over it. But I feel the same way about hip-hop. I can't find new hip-hop artists that I could really get into. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very old school with with my hip-hop and, and, and my rap artists like, you know, Nas and like, you know, Jada and them are like, that to me is like, you can't really compete with that. It's all this, what what did them say? Like, it's this mumble rap bullshit and I can't get into it. No offense. Creativity is creativity, but it's just not for me, you know?
1: I agree. I mean, you I know? can't get into it either. Um called like emo rap or some
0: shit yeah i don't know what Was like, that did like mgk start that shit because he thought he can like go up against m and got destroyed and then he's trying to do pop no you know, it punk? has
1: actually nothing no emo, what is it called emo is it emo rap or some shit emo, emo rap. something i'm i, I sound you, i'm really showing my age with this but um
0: well, well, give me an artist that's like what's it
1: called? make it make emo sense Emo rap? No. Is,
0: is it, it emo rap? Is it rap in a bad... Oh, you're talking about, like... like? Uh, Little Peep. Little Peep. Yeah, yeah. World. No, Little Peep got one song that I can get behind. Though. Yeah,
1: that's that's emo rap.
0: There's one song from Little Peep that I, I can get behind. So,
1: yeah, it has nothing to Lil do with sounding though, like but... emo music. It's just, like, yeah, rap music I get what that's, you're saying. like, emotional. No, I guess. Yeah, I,
0: I can't get behind it, generally. Like I said, I think... Lil Peep has one song that I, like, was, like, I I connected with it, but other than that, yeah, not really, you know. It's just not my thing. I feel the same way, like, Lupe Fiesco kind of went in that direction a little bit. I wouldn't say emo, but, like, he just kind of went mainstream, it felt like, for a while. I don't know if he's gone back to his roots, but <clears throat> he was a rapper who came in and dropped, like, some really nice lyrics and, like, was who bringing... Was it? uh Lupe Fiasco. But then he did the stuff with other people and like it got a little too but you know, I mean that's kinda I get it, you know what I mean? It's really hard to like give new artists a chance, which as an artist and like a creative like, you know, content creator myself, it's like I wanna give you a shot. But it's hard, man, when like when the stone is set, you know what I mean? And it's kinda like with horror, like I love the evolution of horror. But, you know, we had that comment earlier from from someone where they're like, you know, it's hard to get into horror these days. And it's like, for some people, that's, they have their set in stone what they have, you know. But that's why we talk about these things, you know, I suppose. Because this is a world in which, like, we have a lot of history. And, you know. I mean,
1: it's it's like, it gets like that, though. Like, you know, my parents' generation, like it's hard for them to, you know, think that certain music that I listen to is good because, you know, they they were never really exposed to it. It's sure. not really something, you know, the whole like screaming and yelling yeah. and like yeah. all that kind of shit. Like some people listen to that and they're like, what like how is this considered music? Yeah. You know, it's it's generational. Sure. But yeah. I mean, I don't know, I'm almost forty, so I'm kinda at the age where yeah. I'm like set in my ways. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> getting into the,
0: the I'm getting into the mid thirties, so you know, it's I feel the same way. I mean I think for a long time I, I there's movies that I could pull from each like decade, I suppose, of like movie making, but like the golden age for me is like eighties and and now in horror. <laughs> you know, everything in between, there was a few gems, but, like, it's only been the last decade of horror that's been, like, really inspiring, and, like, the 80s Why was, Why do like, you think that is? I don't know. Like I said, like, the 90s definitely was revamped with Scream, so, like, but that's one franchise making its mark, and, like, Saw started off good, in my opinion, and then went off the rails. Spiral was okay to kind of reamp it, but I call that, like, part of the last decade, so... I don't know. I think it's just because the 80s was just a the time there was Wes Craven, you know what I mean, as far as horror. Like, he had a catalog of Scream, Nightmare, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, he just set the bar, and I think Ty West, Ari Esther, and some of the new directors... How
1: old are they? Who? Are, they are they, like, people that were, like, kind of... Who? Ari Aster. Oh, they're like
0: in... in yeah, they are like in the 30s, maybe Yeah, so maybe, maybe, like maybe that's what it is.
1: It's just they grew up on this, you know... Formula,
0: um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and now they kind of make it their own. Yeah. I mean, through their own experiences, too. I mean,
0: yeah. sure... Well, with Ari Aster, his movies are always like, in some way, a personal experience that he elaborates on. And, you know, um, I'm sorry he went through that, but I'm glad he did, because he... You know, I'll see Bo is Afraid and see how I feel, but his first two were knocked it out of the park.
1: Were those his only two?
0: Those were his only two feature films. And then uh-huh. Bo is afraid. He did like some shorts. One in which I can't even talk about it probably on here. It's 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 very, very disturbing. Uh it's very, very disturbing short it's disturbing short film. Um, but you know, but he, but he's kind of rooted in like family stuff, and then you know, Ty West is a very inspired set error style director. Like he finds the error that he wants, and then he crafts the story around the time period, which works really well. But yeah, I would say it's probably growing up on what we did, you know, and you know, having the ability to to make great films, you know. But it's a great direction, you know, and moving forward and you know, like I said, I am excited uh this year just just because we're doing a screenplay and just because we're doing um so many different things, I'm excited for some of the festivals and the horror festivals like out in Raleigh with HorrorCon and you know, the all the excuse me different things going on um to be able to interact behind the scenes a little bit and kind of see like what goes into it because i think that for me is what's really exciting you know i'm a very character driven cinematography aspect film critic so i'm excited to be able to to do some of these things this year you know
1: yeah so so what's the next movie coming out
0: uh, well, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna go catch Bo's Afraid and, you know, um, I'm sure you'll be right behind me with that, uh, I don't know, they have the blackening, that's like some, a horror comedy, that, that's, looks very that looks funny. funny and entertaining, um, I'm, I'm, I'm for that, kind of reminds me a little bit of Cabin in the Woods with a serial killer like Cabin in the Cabin yeah, in the Woods I mean, f- that's
1: what they were going for
0: yeah it's it kind of ah dude the killer looks like uh, the villain from The Collector which is a personal favorite movie the first one um for me I, I really like that movie but um kind of has the mask similar to that but yeah I mean it's it's horror comedy you know similar feel I mean obviously Cabin in the Woods was monsters and stuff but like that comedy feel behind it and uh we have um, uh, Radio Silence is, uh, you know, probably going to drop screen. But before they do that, possibly Dracula's daughter has been talked about. Something with that that's going to be really entertaining. Um, there is the new Insidious that's going to be coming out. Uh, that's probably more for me. Um, there's another vampire movie coming out um, that apparently we should see because the director has a good... Good uh, catalog of movies, under his belt. So, um, but uh, Maxine, the next chapter of uh, is that
1: coming out this year?
0: I think this year or early next year. But that that's with That's something coming up. Uh, there's talks about uh, Fear Street Four, uh, with um, mm-hmm. the director from The Watcher, which I really really enjoyed. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of different things going on. And being talked about. Um, you know. Uh oh, and what did we just see last night a trailer for uh Talk to Me from A twenty four. That (coughs) looks very very dark and interesting. Had some bold statements behind it. So hopefully
1: Looks good though. It does.
0: Yeah, but you know what? A twenty four is like a mixed bag now. Like it started it definitely started off strong. Uh but it has had a few like misses in there, I would say. I agree. You
1: know. I mean they can all be good I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, um what we got going on here?
1: I was just looking at new movies that were coming in coming yeah. out. Huh. But I mean, yeah. really we've we've really know most of the ones that are coming out. Yeah. Um
0: I think they're doing a Salem's Lot, too. Yeah,
1: they're doing that. They're doing the Boogeyman, too, which is also Stephen King.
0: Yeah, you know, the... but you know how it is, man. I'm I'm behind you. His books are a whole different world. And I think very few adaptions of it have really come out strong outside of, like, the It and, um, like, The Shining. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Those are those are probably the only ones. Was
1: not any. I mean, Stephen King did not like that movie.
0: No, he didn't. He didn't like that adaption. but it was still a good movie, in my yeah. opinion. So, but that's the point. Is like it's very hard to take a Stephen King book and really make a spectacular movie. But I
1: still haven't seen uh, Doctor Sleep, and I read that. How was it? The book was good. But yeah. I mean, I've heard the movie's good. It just, there's some elements in it. I'm curious to how they're going to put it on screen without it being super cheesy, so.
0: You know, that that writer I've been, uh, John Wayne, uh, that I've been reading his books, man, I hope someone convinces him to, to, to adapt some of what he's writing, because I'll be able to talk about that on an episode I got planned about some books and stuff that i am been, you know, really, really appreciating but uh there's some really dark stuff going on in there that uh i agree like i want to see how that's going to turn out on film you know but man you know this this has been a lot of fun you know um a lot of cool stuff uh you know and, and and for you guys man i mean we have uh you know, four more episodes that I actually had planned. Um, we threw in a couple of improv here for you. Um, I had a lot of fun on the, on the last one. So I wanted to do one with Brooke and, you know, uh, see where our conversation can go. And I think it went pretty well. Um, but, you know, we're having a lot of fun. Uh, again, I want to thank my, my manager and my fiance and, 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 and the wonderful Brooke. Yeah, manager. I give you the title of manager because you, like, you set the tone for the episodes to be able to be produced. And you give the feedback. And you uh, help me with my ideas. So you're definitely, you know, of managing status. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Bonus points, you know. You gotta earn them when you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But... uh, (laughs) This is this is why we love doing it man laughs like this um but uh, I am excited you know what I mean 2023 is I think a great year for punk and horror you know there's 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 so much going on um which excites us because that just gives us more to talk about um and I'm excited uh remember again you know um season two uh is definitely happening um probably be another 25 episode, uh, of things that I want to kind of put together for you guys to, you know, so I'm going to be, uh, talking a little bit more about that in our finale, uh, which, you know, being in the next couple weeks, um, and I'm excited for that, uh, as it was mentioned, um, I'm going to save the name for when my buddy Josh comes back on, uh, for another episode but uh, we talked about it on the last episode um, of kind of doing another podcast, and we kind of came up with the name for that. So I'll be dropping those details in the next few episodes. Um, so uh, I look forward to being able to talk about that and getting that information to you guys. Um, a little bit more, as I mentioned, about what we're doing. Uh, I'm working on a website uh, to get things going. Um, it'll be able to get the viewers a little bit more involved, it'll allow people to kind of, you know, if you want to be a guest or any of the, anything like that, um, that's all going to be available on the website, um, and all those details will be, uh, will be in development between now and season two. Uh, so I'll be working on that, um, some t-shirt stuff, you know what I mean, just to kind of, to kind of help get things out there and get things going, Um, you know, and we're going to be dropping episodes either way, but that's just some cool stuff, um, that uh, I'm putting together. Um, as the podcast has been successful for me enough to to be able to do that. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And, um, you know, this is another fun, epic improv uh, episode. Um, and it's probably going to be more of them in season two. Uh, so, I'm excited for that, man, you know, do, do something a little bit different. Um, I want to thank Brooke, again, for coming on and hanging out, and, uh, you know, baby Kalen, uh, next to us, he's, uh... I can't believe he's still sleeping. Still sleeping, but, you know, doing his little hand movements and all that, he gives approval for the episode, so, you know, if baby Kalen says that, you know, Philly Pat Project is a success... Um, and as, you know, you should listen to it, then you should listen to the baby because he knows better than probably everyone in this house. But anyway, um, with that being said, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm excited for all the stuff to, to be able to, uh, you know, produce and, and get going for you guys. Um, appreciate you guys joining us. And with that being said, I am Philly Pat. Have a good night. Catch you guys later. Bye.